beautiful night. Break out the champagne. Everybody get a glass. You are now tuned in to another episode of the Champagne Problems Podcast for the righteous and ratchet, bridging the gap between pop culture and self-help. If you haven't done so already, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at, at Champagne Problems. Tonight's episode is a special random rants episode featuring Kanye West, midterm elections, and much, much more. So pop your bottles and grab your glass. Champagne Problems starts now. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Champagne Problems, a podcast for the righteous and ratchet, bridging the gap between pop culture and self-help. I am your host, Nico. Thank you so much again for tuning in yet another week. It's been a little minute. I We missed last week. Sorry about that. Had a, little, a lot going on, but uh, your boy's back. So um, I decided to do... Um, another random rants episode. I know you guys kind of like these type of episodes. Um, so we're just gonna get right into it. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. I lie. Before we get into it, uh, you know, I gotta do my shameless plugs. Of course, if y'all haven't done so, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Champagne Problems, or if you wanna follow me, your host Nico. Uh, my Instagram is at official underscore Nico. That's official underscore N-I-C-H-O. Now that we got that out of the way, we can go ahead and get started with um, our random rants today. So let's get it popping. I just have a lot of feelings. All right, all right. So let's see. Uh, what are we going to start off talking today? I really like these random rant episodes myself because um, it just allows me to kind of just be all over the place. Um, I think I want to get started with, you know, let's talk about these, uh, midterm elections, shall we? So I am not someone who is like, I'm not a, like a big politics junkie at all. Um, You know, I enjoy a little debate or even uh, not even a debate. I enjoy a a nice discussion about politics here and there. But it's just really not. um, It's just not my jam, you know, when it comes to. um, I guess conversations that I really, really enjoy. I enjoy talking about many other things over politics. Um. However, this election is 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 whew, is critical that everyone votes, and so I think it's important to you know of course to talk about everything. But I have to say, y'all, uh, I cannot wait until it's over. I'm definitely voting. I'm doing my part. My voice will be heard. All of that. But I just gotta say, I am so over this midterm election season. Um, I think well, voting is November sixth, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm just really like, oh God, when is this going to be over? Um, most of it is just because of the, the candidates, uh, like 
I don't even know what you call them. They're like commercials or advertisements that you see on television. Um, and for those of y'all don't know, I'm in Indiana. So our vice president um, is actually, he, he comes from, from Indianapolis, Indiana, Mike Pence. So um, as our old senator. So it, it's just, it's so annoying. So it, it puts a lot of, we've become very political um, since this new, you know, since Orange has been in office. So um, I'm just over it. I think the the thing that I hate the most, and I've said this since I was a kid, I can't stand how on these like advertisements, commercials, whatever you want to call them for the campaign, these politicians will talk about, instead of saying like, I promise to do this or I'm going to do this, it's all about what the other person falls short of in their opinion. And I don't know, it's just something about this is really annoying to me. Um, I guess I look at it from a marketing standpoint or that kind of point of view. Like, you don't see Pepsi commercials being like, you know, Coke is nasty, come try Pepsi or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they just talk about how great they are. Um, And I guess that's why politics just gets on my nerves a bit. I just feel like it's all a bit... Of just a dog and pony show. So, of course, I know it's very important. Like I said before, I'm doing my part. I will be voting. Um, it's so funny. I moved since the last um, election, and I happened to uh, I had to change my information, you know, to register. And I live next door to literally next door, like across my parking lot. Uh, to uh, a fire station and the fire station is actually where I'm going I have to go to vote so I have no excuse I'm literally next door um but yeah like I'm just I'll be glad when it's over um I, like I said though I do, do think that it's definitely very important that uh, people of color and and women and all of that we we gotta go vote um for sure I, to be honest I'm usually not a midterm election guy I'm just being honest like it it just it's never really a priority I guess for me in the past and I've you know I've heard how much it is that it's so important and you gotta you know you should do it but I won't lie kind of you know kind of kind of gloss over that but this year I recognize how important it is um and so I definitely will be out there voting so make sure if you haven't voted if you're not really a politics person I always recommend simply do an internet search. Do a search of the people that are um, running in your area. There are many things that you can read about, what their policies are, what they believe in. I'm sure you can pull up some interviews, some you know, do a little crash course on the candidates and to make a vote. That's what I recommend. So, but you got to vote November 6th. Um... What else do I want to talk about? So, oh, so the AMAs came on last week. I won't lie, I didn't watch. Um, I just had no interest in watching. I don't know what it is. I just, yes, I do. When, I'm just going to say it, most award shows are boring if Beyonce isn't performing. I'm just throwing that out there. And I love many other artists outside of my fave, but it's just the truth, like, <laughs> war shows are always lit 
when Beyonce's performing and when she's not there in attendance or performing, I typically don't care. But what I wanted to talk about were a couple of things that I do know of. I, you know, I'm a highlight person, so I do watch some highlights and things like that. First, shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, her looks were on point, uh, as always. She's just such a fashion girl to me. Um, anyway, so loved her looks. Um, and she wore all, she wore like black designers in every look that she had. So I big ups to her for that um but i wanted to specifically just talk about sierra's performance um you know i've been talking about sierra for the last probably few weeks when it comes to her when she released her music you know she released the song level up and dose which i don't love either one of them but um you know she's been gaining a nice little momentum when it comes to this comeback um and so i was excited to see her perform because i know she's a you know she's a great performer and I will say it would I would give it a four out of five stars. Um the choreography was incredible. I expected nothing less. It was incredible. She looked great. Uh loved the hair, the outfit, everything. Like she literally was giving me like Janet vibes. Like I, it, she looked great. Um It was just a dancing extravaganza. Like, so the reason it didn't get a five, one, because she didn't sing live. I'm just a fan of singing live. I'm sorry. Like, even if you, I know she was doing a lot of moving. So even if you're not going to perform live, I at least like the whole pre-recorded live track. So that way it doesn't sound like you just hit play on a CD player. Um, <laughs> that CD player. Look at me sounding all. You know what I mean. Um, does anyone still have? I'm sorry, rant, but this is random. Rant. Does anyone still have like a CD player, like a physical CD player? I want to know. Like, I'm sure I have one around here somewhere. But anyway, um, yeah. So I wish you would have did like a pre-recorded vocal, um, just to kind of you know give me that live feel and I think the what I love about live performances the most is that element of like the imperfection of of it not being you know the track so when I hear the track I'm just like really like do I even need to see the performance like I don't even but anyway I could have just watched the video um another thing I didn't like that I think Missy even lipped her verse which rappers lip syncing is very strange to me i will never understand that she might her mic might have been on it she might have been just doing it over the the track but either way i i wasn't here for that she and she was not needed during the performance that's another thing like um she came out and did her verse and i was just like oh okay like she came and went it was it was just like I, I don't know. She just came and went. It did. It wasn't anything exciting. It wasn't like I. I don't know. That was weird to me. Um, but I mean, overall, like I said, it was a good performance. I will say, overall, it was a good performance. I still love Sierra. I think she's really talented. I just sometimes she just makes choices that bother me a little bit. Um, but it was a good it was a good performance um 
I could keep saying I'm just I cannot wait to the album. I really just want to hear this album and see what it's like and um cuz I just feel like I'm I'm probably going to really like the album. Uh speaking of music, um Kelly Rowland, another one of my faves is like really playing with my emotions right now. <laughs> she has been teasing a song on her Instagram. She's done it twice. Um and I really do think the new music is right around the corner. Like, a release is right around the corner. Um, and I just, like, oh, I can't take it. Like, <laughs> just when I, I, I play the clips over and over and over again, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, quit playing with me and just put it out. The song that she released, um, I don't even, I don't think there's a title associated with it just yet. Um, but it has, like, the... You know, I I won't front the trendy sound that kind of everybody's doing. It's got the trap, you know, uh, the whole trap R and B sound. Um, but it's just it it sounds like it's so cocky. Like the lines that she's saying, the lyrics or whatever. Like it just seems like a really cocky record. And I think that it's time for Kelly to really get in that lane because she's just um, always been so humble and you know, and people really try to play Kelly and Michelle. And it's just like, really, like they have great careers and are iconic in the music industry. And I think it's about time that, you know, she let y'all know. So I'm so excited. Like, I cannot wait. You don't understand. I've been watching her Instagram like a hawk for like <laughs> post saying that, you know, the single's out. So I'm really hoping that this Friday, a lot of artists release music on Fridays now. So I'm really hoping that. This Friday is going to be the Friday, but we shall see. Um, Candy released a new single that um, I'm really feeling, and I'm surprised. It's called Ready for This. Um, those of y'all who know, y'all know I have a love hate relationship with Candy and her music so i love candy and escape love 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 um lover her tone yes is different and it's an acquired taste some people love it most people hate it but i i really love her in in the group Solo, not so much. Uh, it's just something about, I don't know if it's just like hearing the tone for too long or just the choices that she makes. They just, I don't know, a lot of times I'm just like, oh God, like I can't deal. Um, So I was a little skeptical when I saw that she was releasing a little song that kind of was coincided with her. She was inspired by the whole party that she had over the weekend. Uh, like the dungeon thing just to play on the whole like you know her having a sex dungeon allegations and all of that so um which by the way she had a lot of people that showed up like people uh, a lot of celebrities over the weekend I saw some stuff on Instagram um but yeah she 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 delivered with this single, so it's called Ready for This. And it is like a sexy trap R and B record. Um 
she sounds so good on it to me. I don't like she really the vocal production was done very nicely. I feel like she finally found her like lane in in uh contemporary music because the thing is when Candy started releasing music even I'll just say ever since like Housewives, you know, she had an album like her first season of Housewives and um, that sort of thing. And she's released a couple little singles here and there. They always seem so dated um, from the production the music wise and then also just like her vocals. Like they just it just always makes me think of the 90s, but like not in a good way. Um, so. I, I was really pleased with this record like I was like okay Candy I I wouldn't mind a little EP if you kind of go in that direction um you know a lot of people were talking shit about like oh okay so she can do her own music but you know she won't do new music with Escape she explained that she's not doing new music with Escape because she wants to protect the legacy and I I get it so you know but her solo stuff she's just doing it for herself and for fun and you know I think that that's okay. So, you know, everybody just be so tight about everything. But I actually like it. And those of you who know me know I I give Candy a really hard time uh, when it comes to, you know, that nasally, god-awful tone most of the time. But um, like I said, I love her in Escape. I really do. I actually don't like the new Escape, like the Escape 3 or whatever. I actually don't like that whole situation because Candy's not in it. So it's one of, like I said, it's a love-hate relationship. Um, but, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited about this song. I, I would hope, I really, no, I don't know. I really would like to see if she, um, you know, release some new music. That would be nice, like a little project. Just an EP, though. Like, I don't need, like, a whole album from her. Um, yeah, so shout out to Candy for that. The other thing I want to talk about, let's see. Oh, so the cast of The Real, the talk show The Real, um, with Lonnie Love, Adrian Houghton, um, Tamara Maury, and Jeannie Meyer. So they went on The Breakfast Club, and they you know are promoting the show and blah 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 but the the you know the big thing of, of the interview was they finally addressed the whole Tamar Braxton situation so for those of you who don't know Tamar Braxton you know singer you know her from the Braxton family values Tony Braxton's sister um she was on the reel for the first couple seasons um she was like abruptly fired um, and there was just been all this speculation that has been around it since this happened. And so, um, they finally kind of addressed that and Lonnie kind of took over and, and kind of took the reins and telling the story. And so she went on to just say like, basically, you know, she's still sticking to the same story of that. They didn't know. None of the cast members knew that Tamar was going to be let go. And 
the narrative that's been kind of that that Tamar really kind of painted is that she was backstabbed by them, um, and you know that sort of thing. But Lonnie continues to to say, and as the rest of the cast that they truly didn't know that um, Tamar was being let go, and I I believe that I really do. I just don't think that they're shady like that. And um, I was talking to uh, my boo earlier and he was saying something. He brought up a good point about like, um, it's kind of like when people get fired at, you know, your regular job, like a regular, you know, eight to five office job. No one, none of us know when someone is going to get let go until they're let go. so, and I was like, yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Like, yeah, so, you know, it's no different. Um, Lonnie went into more detail, of course, about, like, how she had a conversation with um, Tamar one time in her house. And Tamar was expressing that she wanted new management and that um, she wanted to be represented by, um, I can't even think of the guy's name, but he was Steve Harvey's manager at one point. And Lonnie knows him personally. And so Tamar asked Lonnie for his contact information. And she told that story because it kind of like, kind of comes full circle. So after Tamar was fired, Lonnie kind of took the, most of the heat when it came to Tamar being fired and being blamed. And she said that um, right after that happened, she ran into Tamar's sister, Tawanda, on a flight. And they had a conversation. And Tawanda basically let her know that, um, you know, we know that you have nothing to do with it. And you didn't know. And I'm sorry that you're kind of catching all the heat for everything. Um, But just want to let you know about um there's a emergency filming that happened for Braxton Family Values and that we are filming and you know they're naming names and kind of dragging you and the rest of the cast into the reason why Tamar was let go and Vince is the one that's Tamar's husband at the time that Vince is doing the naming the name dropping so Lonnie said that she had a friend who works for WeTV and was able to kind of get a jump on things and kind of cut it off at the path. So she was able to contact her lawyer to say, hey, you know, you need to contact them to let them know we're not taking them mentioning our names because we didn't have anything to do with this and we will have to go into litigation because that's defamation of character. So I was like, all right, Lonnie, being a good old... Pulling them whole good old Caucasian woman moves, <laughs> calling attorneys and things. So, um, long story short, I guess whatever was done was either cut out or, or whatever because none of that made it to the show. I remember watching the episode where Tamar was talking about being let go, um, but none of that was brought up. So, apparently, it worked. Um, but Lonnie said that she believes that, you know, that was... Uh, the reason why Vince was trying to drag them into it and say that they were jealous of her and her success and this and this and that is because she thinks that 
Vince knew about Lonnie giving Tamar that manager's information and that he was upset about that because Vince is Tamar's manager. So um, I'm like, that makes sense. I don't know. You know, ever since all those allegations came out about Vince, like, I'm just like, yeah, he really does show like all the signs of an abusive man, like an abusive spouse or whatever. So like, that's a classic, like, a sign there, just like all of that manipulation and gaslighting and, and, you know, just all of that. So I don't put it past them. I really don't. Um, I'm just glad it got put out there and like finally kind of like they shed some light to everything because I don't know. It's just been a lot of speculations and Tamar's really been only telling her side and then it still seems so the story seems a little hazy, which, you know, I love Tamar, but Tamar also is a bit, uh, I don't know, sometimes I just be like, mm, it just seems a little sketchy. Um, I don't feel like Tamar is a liar. I just feel like she doesn't tell always the full truth. Like, she's someone who, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh, she kind of omits a lot of information. I'm just kind of like, you just left out, left that out? Okay. But, um, and she never tells her, her part of it. Like, what she had to do with it going wrong or something like that. I don't know. You know, people like that will tell you a story and they'll tell you the victim part. The part that makes them the victim. But then they never tell, like, what caused that. Like, Tamar is one of them. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, yeah. So then Tawanda jumped on social media and wrote a paragraph in her Instagram Instagram caption. Basically, she's mad at Lonnie. She didn't deny that the conversation was had, but she said she felt like the conversation was paraphrased and she doesn't like being dragged into the BS and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, you mad, mad. Um... I'm like, you know, Lonnie kind of, you know, dry snitched on her. But that was her story. Like, that that she wasn't, she was telling something that happened, you know, firsthand. So, you know, you can't really be mad at that. Um, I don't know. Like, the Braxton sisters are just in so much drama. Like, I see why Toni Braxton said what she said. <laughs> when she said that, you know, she loves her family but doesn't like her family and that if they weren't family they wouldn't be friends like I know why because Tony is just very like calm and to me she just kind of stays out of the way and like the rest of them are just always in some shit always in some shit so you know I feel like this story isn't gonna die I was shocked that Tamar has not come forward and like blasted, you know, Lonnie or like had all these comments or whatever, which leads me to believe that Lonnie's telling the truth because I feel like if Lonnie was lying or Tamar felt like she was lying, Tamar would have said something because Tamar always says something. So that kind of stuck out to me. Um, And then another thing, like it was reported and I saw some screenshot where Tamar liked a comment from a fan that was dogging Tawanda and basically accusing her of not being loyal and that sort of thing. So, 
Tamar might be upset with Tawanda right now. So, I don't know. You just It's hard to keep up with them. It really, really is. But, um... I'm sure the story is not dead, so we will see what will be happening with that. Um, let's see, what else do I got to talk about? Wasn't a whole lot. Um, yeah. Oh, I want to shout out, um, to my friends. So, my good friends who I have known, gosh, half my life, one of them more than half my life um have a podcast so i'm going to pull it up for y'all i'm sorry okay so their podcast is called take a shot to this um their instagram is take a shot pod take a shot p-o-d um, the podcast is, they have three hosts, um, my best friend, Jory, um, Sean and Courtney. Um, I have known Jory since I was, gosh, 10 years old. I've known Courtney since I was like 14 and I know Sean since I was about 18. Um, good friends of mine, they are doing um a bit of like a like pop culture um type stuff current events um music you know kind of a assortment of things um but I've been able to listen to they have an episode out um now they're through the anchor app like I am but they'll be live on iTunes and Spotify and all those other platforms soon I don't think they're quite live yet on um all the other platforms just yet but go ahead and follow them on Instagram take a shot pod um I'm so 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 happy for them I'm glad they're joining the podcasting world um because they really are good personalities for it. They just have the personalities for it. I love the first episode that I heard. Um, so shout out to them. Um, and I'll make a post about it on my on my Instagram. Um, both my personal and my, um, my podcast page as well. So I'll make sure I make a post when they go live on, on iTunes and everything. So really, really proud of y'all. Shout out. To my friends, um, let's see, that's all I have, I guess, for that, you know, just, uh, living my life, relationship going well, going strong, I'm about, uh, ooh, hold on, let me get myself in trouble, hold on, July, August, I'm two months in, um, so to the relationship it's going well um what else is going on i just started a new job i got a better opportunity and so i i ran with it so i'm at a new job now um still in health insurance let's see what else has been going on 
that's really about it. Just been trying to get some things together. Um, trying to move into a new place by the end of the year. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff going on. I'm just trying to work on things that I have developing. Um, I just did not realize how slow the process is once you start rolling stuff out. Like, I remember I had these great plans of, like, um, you know, rolling out my goals and, and things and my projects and, and things have just been so much slower than I anticipated. But I realize it really takes time to to kind of, like, grow and everything. Um, I'm sure I've talked about it before. Like, in the beginning of the year, I had three goals. They were my 2018 goals, and that was to release some sort of music, either a single or a full project, um, start this podcast, and then at least start, sort of get the groundwork uh, going for my uh, web series. So far, the podcast, that's the check. Um, the music has not happened quite yet. There was a bit of a roadblock that just came up. I'm very upset by that. The producer that I was working with literally just upped and moved to Houston. Um, literally in the middle of me recording the first song, to the project so <laughs> I literally found it on Facebook that he moved to Houston so I'm just like really like just you just left so now that that discouraged me a bit because now I'm like back at square one when it comes to the recording process because now I need a new producer so, you know, and I was trying to keep things local as far as, you know, giving people opportunities to to get their shine on. But honestly, I think I'm going to have to go down to the A. And uh, since I have some people that have some connects down there, I think I probably will end up getting my production done in Atlanta. So... Well, I'll keep you updated on that, but that just really threw a wrench in everything, and it just kind of, it really annoys me, but I'm going to let it go. Keep it moving. Everything happens for a reason. Um, And then as far as the web series, I have written the pilot, um, so I I just haven't gotten started on, you know, getting together a team for the production and everything like that, and casting, of course, and all of that, so... I am going to get to that um, because I'm really excited about that. I really think it's just a story that needs to be told. and uh, But, yeah, like, everything's just kind of moving, you know, slow. But, you know, things take time. You know, I realize you really have to, like, nurture your seeds that you plant. And so, um, you know, that's what I'm doing. So I'm still working on, like, revamping the podcast as far as um making it available on more platforms i'm um i'm getting ready to work on a new logo um just a nice like refresh you know so you know i'm just just working just working on that but what else has been going on i have a new hairstyle i know that sounds really random but um I never do a whole lot of change when it comes to hair. Those of you know me, I either am a, you know, a low fade guy or 
I wear my hair um, kind of like how everybody has been wearing it. You know, the whole natural with the sponge, you know, the faded on the sides and back. The what I guess they call it the fuck boy. I've been wearing the fuck boy way before it became cool. But um I got it twisted so I I did my my starter locks this weekend and uh it's taking a little bit to get used to but I think I like it. People are liking it so, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um growing it out, I'm going for the style of uh like how Michael B Jordan had his hair in um Black Panther. So that's the style that I am kind of just like that, you know, to the side, you know, situation just on the top of my head because my I'm faded all around everywhere else. But anyway, so yeah, so just a lot of change has been going on. I've just been really big on like change. Um but that's all I have for my random rants. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Um let's get into uh, you know, we still gotta have a little therapy session today, so you know, we gotta we gotta take it to the couch. So let's uh let's just let's go on and get into our next segment. Oh, you know what? I am definitely tripping. We cannot uh move into the segment uh the couch until we get into reading rainbow. I don't know how I let that one slide by me, cause today's reading rainbow. I just like I can't. So let let's let's just go. Come on. people are now calling Kunye, which is appropriate. Um, first, let me just say, I have talked about Kanye West more than any celebrity since I started this podcast back in May. More than anybody. I went back and actually counted more than anybody. Even Beyonce. And I, I just... I can't. So, of course, he went to the White House to sign the, what was it, the Music Modernization Act or some shit. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter anymore because the things that came out of his mouth just just trumped all of that. Um, No pun intended. Um... This fool gets to talking about first. First, let no. Let's let's break it down. First, he's wearing a make a MAGA hat. He's wearing a MAGA hat. Make America Great Again hat. So that was the first problem. Second, he goes on and on about how Trump is like uh, like Superman, and wearing the MAGA hat makes him feel like Superman, and uh, that. Orange is, um, you know, a good guy, and you know, uh, Hillary Clinton campaign didn't make him feel like 
a guy that could play catch with his son and it wasn't enough male energy and something about he didn't grow up around a lot of male energy and he's in a family married into a family doesn't have a lot of male energy and blah 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 like I can't like it was too I'm getting sleepy talking about it he basically embodied y'all president in a speech a 10 minute rant that I did like I'm like wow you are being sexist and talking like a racist all in one short speech it, it just it was just unbelievable I then what took me out the game though was that he was misdiagnosed of being bipolar that he was just sleep deprived I'm like goodbye goodbye then go to sleep go to sleep then because I, like I can't then stay asleep for a while I don't want you to die or anything I don't I don't wish death on anybody but like you know a mini coma or something would do you just well and us all um like I just the level of ignorance and coonery and and like it it's almost like it's a joke it's almost like it it isn't real and he's doing it to ruffle feathers and all that but I I really think he believes this or if he doesn't He's just in a very fragile mental state, which I, I'm i going to go with the latter. But, I mean, like, he's really making the sunken place a real thing. Like, it's crazy. Like, Kim Kardashian is more for the rights of our people. Here she is going to get black people out of jail and prison and, you know... And you got this mess going on. Like, I what is, what is that pillow talk like? Because I'd be trying to smother him with one. I, I just, like, I can't. Like, I don't, it, it's not even funny anymore. Like, it, it's really, like, like, he needs to be strapped down and put in a padded room. And evaluate, like, I know his poor mother is, like, like, I can't, like, I like I, I really can. I know she is just turning, doing somersaults in her damn grave. Like, are you kidding me? It is just, it's too much. It is too much. And I just, I really want him. It's silly and cliche as it's like. I really want him to get the help that he needs. Like he really is batshit crazy these days, and it's it's just like. What does someone do with that? Like, what do you... Like, it's too much. It, it really is too much. And that's all I can keep saying is that it's it's too much. <laughs> um, I can't even talk about it anymore. Like, I got I just got to go to the couch. I got I to walk to the couch so we can have our, our therapy session. So, you know, just, just walk with me. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. So, <laughs> today's topic, we are talking about accountability. This is a big one for me because it's just been on my mind. Um, I, I think that people have a really hard time 
being accountable for the things that happen in their lives. And what I mean by that is people love to blame everything and everybody um, for what is currently happening in their life that's negative. It's always somebody else's fault or some other something. And people don't really play their part in what's going on in their lives. And I think that with maturity comes accountability. I think you have to be have a certain level of maturity to be accountable. Um, because sometimes being accountable is, is a hard pill to swallow for something. For example, I'm going to use, um, what example do I want to use? Mm. I'm trying to use this. I just want to throw any shots at anybody, though, and the things that are coming in my mind. I feel like people will feel like it's a shot, and I don't really want to do that. Um, I'm really trying to think. You know what? I will use an example from my own personal experience. So I had a situation where I, a couple of years ago, went through an eviction. Um, So I lost a job. And then shortly after I was evicted from my apartment, um, obviously because I wasn't able to pay (laughs) the rent. So... I remember being very upset, um, one, about the the losing the job situation, and, you know, two, about just not being able to, you know, get the help from some people that I knew were in a position to help and didn't, and, um, it, it you know, it made me, you know, I was a little salty, and... I had to realize that I have to be accountable for what happened to me. I um, was the one who put myself in a position to lose my job in the first place. And I also had to help myself accountable for not being able to maintain myself after losing a job. Because the truth of the matter is, if you don't have any income coming in and something happens like that, an emergency, you should have money saved. You should be having, you know, there should be money that you have put up. And I didn't have any. I didn't have anything in save, savings. So, I, but yet I blamed so many other factors. And, you know, I was upset for a minute about that. And I had to realize that, I have to be accountable for what took place that I put myself in that position. And so that's what I mean. Like that was a hard pill to swallow because it was easy to just be like, oh, I'm a victim of job loss and, you know, and, you know, lack of money and this and this and that. But the truth is I put myself in the entire situation. So you have to be accountable. And I feel like it's okay to be wrong, but as long as you hold yourself accountable, I feel like it, it, I don't know, it, it kind of releases a weight off of you and it allows you to, I think, to progress 
um, moving forward. You learn from it and you just, you know, you take your accountability and you just move on. Um, because I feel like when you don't hold yourself accountable, you spend a lot of your time being negative and, um, you just, that energy stays on you a while and it's just not productive for anyone. So, um, yeah, like I just think that accountability is just really important, um, for everyone because it it really will help you grow and it just it's just really a sign that you're maturing when you can be um accountable for things good and bad you know people always want to be held accountable for something good that happens but when you know when shit goes left then it's it's always someone else's fault um, or something that was out of your control when most of the time it isn't. It really is something that you did and you have to just be accountable for that. So that's what I have for that, you know. Uh I hope you guys enjoyed this show, this episode. I really am really, 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 really <laughs> sorry that I have been so inconsistent. Um I'm really trying to find this balance um, I went back to school. I am working. I'm in a relationship. There's just a lot going on. So I'm trying to find a balance. So just bear with me through my journey. Um, but again, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at Champagne Problems as well as official underscore Nico Nico spelled N-I-C-H-O um just I'm just so grateful I'm just I'm very grateful that um you guys are continuing to listen to me and just follow my journey um with this whole podcast and I hope you guys continue to just follow me throughout my journey in my career in entertainment and just me being an artist and, and I'm just I'm I'm very excited um, I'm loving that I have these podcasts because I realize I can look back and and listen to these and see the growth in in my life and career and everything. So it's it's like a a, a diary almost. So I'm very very happy f- about this um this whole project and this movement and this new space that I'm in in my life. So. Thank you so much, and I love you for listening. Until next time, cheers.